When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Cisneros back for another week. Yes, that's right. Beyond the Edge episode number five. If you stayed up late after a two-hour survivor, if you pushed yourself beyond the edge, you caught episode number five of Beyond the Edge. And I'm so excited to be reunited this week. Mamma mia, if this isn't a sight for sore eyes and sore ears... Jenny Autumn is back, baby. I am back. I I will say I am definitely not fully recovered. Um, when I you woke up this morning, you are pushing yourself beyond the edge, and yeah, we truly- <laughs> are grateful. I'm truly the Lauren Elena of this podcast. Um, I, when I woke up this morning, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm still not better." I I am going to have to call in sick, sick of not podcasting with my <laughs> friend Rob. How's that? Is that good? Got you for a second. Didn't you got I? me for a second. You totally, <laughs> you totally did it. You're yeah. ready for the lanterns. Okay, we missed you last week. Special thanks to Mike Bloom, uh, oh the goodness. world's top beyond the edge journalist who came in and filled in. And uh, we had some fun talking about last week's episode. Uh, the FOMO was real. I, I listened to that podcast and it was uh, I, I was depressed that I could that I couldn't actually be there for that. OK, uh, it, it was a true Lauren Elena moment for me that like I wanted to be there so bad. I was I wanted to podcast with Mike about the show. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Sometimes there's nothing. Your health gets in the way and there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can do about it. OK. The doctors told me the I doctors couldn't go told on the you podcast. you couldn't podcast. Yeah, <laughs> no. I know. So, all right, Jenny, uh, you're back. Happy to hear that you are feeling uh, better, even if you still have uh, a little bit of a ways to go. Thank you for uh, being here with us to talk about I'm Beyond the, the Edge. Uh, how, how's everything else been going? Oh, I mean, like, there's really not much been going on in my life besides just trying to recover from COVID. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, uh, Beyond the Edge kept me laughing. I laugh so much during this show. I don't know if that's intentional. Like, Good. I don't think that they're intending to have this, you know, be a show that makes people laugh. But I, I was cracking up a storm on last week's episode and this week's. Okay, good. Great. I think it's picking up momentum. Okay. Honestly. We've got Jomentum again? We've got Jomentum. Okay. All right. Well, that's... more momentum. <laughs> I'm very excited to hear that. Of course, the jungle claimed another victim. This time, it was Lauren. She didn't want to ring the bell. She didn't quit. The doctor said that she had to leave. And then there were seven. Yeah. No more uh, great plate. You know, we should have seen this coming because in the preview from last week, 
we got the teaser again. They like to spoil their own show. So they, they kind of tease that somebody, the, the jungle claims another victim. Yes. But they didn't show the bell ringing image. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that they were, I don't know. I, I, again, also I was spoiled before this episode <laughs> because I searched, I put into my Google search beyond the edge to try and pull up the episode. And the first thing was like, um, an article that said like Lauren Elena like mm-hmm. says decision to leave beyond. I was like, God, oh, jeez, what decision? I thought she, <laughs> she didn't have no, a decision. It wasn't her decision. Well, so. It was very hard for the doctors. I guess. I guess it was hard for the doctors mm-hmm. to make that decision. Mm-hmm. Okay, they were rooting for her too. Everyone was rooting for her. Everybody so. was rooting for her. The great puzzle nader is not there anymore, and uh, that is really going to. Uh, shake things up. I don't yeah. really know uh, what it's going to look like next week where we have a team of four and a team of three. I mean, they've done this before. <laughs> Didn't they do? Didn't they do that on like the second episode? They had an uneven or the first episode. First they had episode. an uneven team. Yeah. But, nine people at first. But five and four, I feel like is not as lopsided as four and three. I, I think I need Christian Hubicki to explain whether that's actually like a true disadvantage, like statistically. Well, I think the less numbers you have, like the bigger it gets. If if it was like two people versus one person, like that would be very, that would be very big. Uh, If, you know, if it was three people versus two people, like, uh, you know, if if it was like 11 people versus 10 people, eh, not that big a deal. I'm sure it probably depends on the task too. Like maybe they'll make it a task where it's like having one less person could be an advantage because like. You know, that's one less person in the way or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I I believe in the, the, you know, the adventure builders of this show. They're they're going to make it fair. I hate to say it, but I have a feeling that the team that has four people is going to have Paulina. (laughs) How dare you, Rob? (laughs) How rude. How rude. I also loved, um, I think this is from last week's episode that like she finally like didn't get picked last. Yes. But it was, it was just because mercy they wanted to make sure it it was because they wanted to make sure that Ebony got onto um, Lauren's uh, Mm -hmm. team because they had made that agreement that like (laughs) Ebony really wanted to be on Lauren's team. So it was literally just, it was just so that (laughs) the fix was in get Ebony. It didn't have anything to do with Paulina. Poor Paulina. See Jenny, that's a great observation that I missed uh, in the real time. What else did you notice from last week? Oh my gosh. So much. Um, I again, I was I was laughing the whole way through on that one. Moro is just a a gift yeah. to us all. Um, what else did I notice? Um, uh, wow, I'm already forgetting what happened. Oh, oh the card please. thing, the cards. Yes, I was. I I loved this thing. This like, what a what a genius Ray Lewis is with yes. the. With the deck of cards. I also really enjoyed hearing you and Mike <laughs> decide who in the Batman universe mm-hmm. everyone was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You didn't seem sold on Paulina being Poison Ivy. <laughs> I guess I could see it. <laughs> Her hips don't lie. They're very angry. <laughs> They're barking. They're barking. Okay. Bark, Poison Ivy. There's like a, there's, there's something there. Yeah, of all stuff that's in the jungle. Yeah. Yeah, very overgrown. The jungle is green, and also you're trying to earn more green for your charity. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, Jenny, last week I was talking about with Mike about how every episode of Beyond the Edge needs to start with some sort of like uh, near disaster calamity uh, back at the camp. Um, yes, we need camp life, but it needs to show us how treacherous, how bad the elements really are. Yeah. And so we didn't really have like a treacherous uh, sort of night, but there was some sort of like animal infestation that happened at nighttime this past episode. Yeah, I don't know if it was the jungle dogs, but there was definitely, you know, some sort of noise. And it seems that Ray doesn't sleep no. at all. No, that's so, like a, yeah. Ray Ray was fully awake the whole <laughs> night on like Animal Watch. And then like it, like he heard something and then he got out his phone like Blair Witch Project and is just like, you know, filming like what's going on with those like critters. Do those? It, they have they have phones. Is that how they get those? I don't think it's like, like it looked like he had like a little like a uh, handy cam. Okay. Yeah, because I always wondered how they got those like little, uh, yeah, Blair Witch shots mm-hmm. at camp. But yeah, he was just straight up doing like a National Geographic, like you know, watching the the animal in the jungle. Oh type my thing. god! I get this <laughs> animals right here. I can't believe this. These are, I don't even this, know what this animal is. This jungle's this, crazy. This jungle's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and then Craig, this lunatic, is like. <laughs> Why didn't you catch them? We could eat them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Colton, Colton was showing off that he's lost weight and mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, why? Like, let's, let's uh, kill these things. They don't even know what it is. Like, mm-hmm. is are you truly like after four days that hungry? Jenny, knowing and that you only have a couple more they days. They eat. They they're always having like fish. And, throw the fish heads, bananas, and- rewards. <laughs> like, how much weight could they have lost? It's the day five. Yeah. The and, morning and of like, day five. I can understand if it's like Survivor, where you're there from potentially like twenty six to thirty nine days, mm-hmm. and you're like this might be my only opportunity to eat something substantial for like another few days. Mm-hmm. Like they're almost, they're already almost done. And they know that like, all, like every single day, every single day, there's going to be some sort of food. Mm-hmm. They're eating. They're eating. It may not be Applebee's. No, but they're eating. Well, mm-hmm. Pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> okay. Another big problem going on this week. Ebony has lost her crown. Uh, she doesn't like to be anywhere without her crown. Uh, this is a uh, root canal has opened up. That sounds actually terrible. Not good. Like, her, her face is all puffy on the one side. Like, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, we... I, I shouldn't speak too soon, but like I think she's going next week. But yeah, I I think so. Um, that it looked like that um, they were sort of like teasing that a little bit in the preview. Uh, I was mm-hmm. wondering if maybe even in this episode uh, that she might uh, have gone where Lauren isn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. That was her, uh, as we heard from Morrow, that that is you know. Uh, her and Lauren are very close. Got it. Yep. Ebony and Lauren formed a lifelong bond throughout this competition. Yeah, too bad her crown didn't have a lifelong bond. Oh, no. 
<laughs> I love that like Moro is just deciding like for them. It's like, yeah, you're bonded for life. I've decided that it's you day go five away. and you have a lifelong bond now. <laughs> like, can we get through the week? <laughs> yeah, like let's see see if we can handle each other for seven days mm-hmm. before we can really say that this is a lifelong bond okay um there's some guy bonding also uh ray lewis is telling coach and the guys about that he saw something on the ground and that they, they are saying like okay we need to recreate these circumstances so that we can capture that thing and eat it yeah, it's it's a possum or a raccoon or something, apparently. Yeah. I hope it's not a raccoon. I hope they don't eat a raccoon. Yeah, I'll pass. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I would be like, you know what? I'm just going to hope that maybe I get another can of gravy. Mm-hmm. Keep me going another day. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, uh, you know, they're, they're fishing. Um, they're, you know, it seems like they have no problem catching fish. Yeah, well, and also they just get given, like, a freaking bag of it <laughs> mm-hmm. bag of stinky fish 80 pounds of stinky fish <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh daniel strunk needed to uh needed to come out here and and learn how to fish with these guys <laughs> daniel is pushing himself. <laughs> all right with uh, a dislocated shoulder <laughs> mama mia <laughs> His body is giving him the cold shoulder, and by that I mean uh, <laughs> dislocation. His shoulder is literally cold. cold. It's separated from his body. <laughs> All right, so we got a lot of strategy talk here. All of a sudden, I'm like, "What show are we watching?" Yeah. Well, that's why I was getting excited. I was like, finally, there is some strategy to the show because we're halfway through and the money is getting higher with each adventure. And people are starting to say, like, you know, if I don't win this one, I'm basically out of the competition. But if I win this one, I like dethrone Lauren and Lauren's talking about. I've got a huge target on my back now because I've never lost. Like it was so wild to hear them actually talking yeah. strategy about the show. Like, I thought it would never happen. Yeah, I'm like, was I supposed to be paying closer attention to the leaderboard? Uh, but apparently I was. And apparently being in the yeah. top two positions is going to be a big deal. I guess the final leg of uh, Beyond the Edge, not to be confused with the final leg in each race of the uh, Beyond the Edge, is going to be the top two competitors. And I guess sort of like the way that they used to do like uh, the Celebrity Apprentice final task, I think it's going to be the top two people. And then whoever's left, they'll just be like their team members. Yeah, because otherwise, what is the point of the people that aren't in the running, like, they're going to, are they going to send them home? I don't mm-hmm. think that a lot of these people are going to want to quit. So, mm-hmm. and like, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's like a top chef as well. where like, you know, the, the other chefs that are not in the final are like helping yeah. uh, the top two people. So I, th- I think that, that, that makes sense because they, they've got to utilize these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they, if they all make it there, how many people do you think are going to make the final episode, Rob? I will say it will be six. six? Yeah. 
An even six? An even six. Yeah. I can see that. Six, maybe five. Yeah, because I think I think that there's a chance we lose Ebony. That that and was not I feel like good. that Jody also. Uh, yeah, like Jody's I'm, I'm, definitely. In. I, I, I'm worried about. Like I feel like it's going to be uh, the the people that are going to be there at the end. Ray, Coach, Craig, Colton, and Paulina. Yeah, yeah. And Jody, and maybe Jody, maybe Jody. Well, is I mean, I don't know. We're hearing a lot about Paulina's hips. She'll never so. quit. She'll never she, quit. I, I mean, she doesn't quit. I will give her that. So they'd have to uh, drag her lifeless body out of the jungle. Through the bog out of. There. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She'll never quit. Okay, so Jenny, uh, that as far as I understand, tell me if I'm if I'm right. So Lauren is number one, but Craig and Colton were uh, number two and three. Yeah, Morrow explained it as if like Colton and Craig had like five dollars between them and we're really close like for a second but it was like a couple thousand dollars difference between the two of them mm-hmm. so so colton was in second and craig was in third so lauren leaving really was a, a big game changer big game changer however i mean she she what already got dropped down from spoiler of this this uh mm-hmm. this adventure but taking her out of the equation because she is the puzzle queen and the puzzle nader the puzzle nader mm-hmm. and pretty much every and she talks i think she talked about it in the last in the last lanterns where she was like i'm the best at puzzles and if there's always going to be a puzzle at the end like i'm always in it so mm-hmm. um she yeah she leaves a a big opening for somebody else to become the new puzzle nader Jody is uh, angling to be one of the captains today. Um, she talks it through, like sort of like makes an alliance uh, with Colton, but it kind of is like goes a little weird where she wants to pick him, and uh, he's like, "Oh yeah," like he's like, "Hey, like if you pick me to be on your team, that's great, and if you don't pick me to be on your team, uh, that's, that's great." great. <laughs> he did not want her to pick him to be on the team. Yeah, because why would you say that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> why would you say, if you pick me, that's great. If you don't pick me, that's great. <laughs> yeah, which <laughs> like, is it? I don't care either way. That's not telling me that you really want to be on my team. Mm-hmm. Also, I thought it was interesting that last week we saw Ebony, you know, her strategy of getting her out of herself out of the bottom is to make sure she was on a team with Lauren. And Jody's strategy was, basically the opposite because she was like i'm going to be a captain against lauren Mm -hmm. and so you'd think that maybe she would have thought like instead of trying to get colton maybe she should be trying to get lauren because lauren's undefeated but Mm -hmm. no she she had her eyes set on colton Mm -hmm. she mentioned craig also as someone she wanted to work with and i mean very fair colton and craig are like the only two people that have had not like nothing bad happened to them Mm -hmm. in in beyond the edge. So, I mean, would you say that Jody is the strategic mastermind of beyond the edge? Well, she talked about how she does have a lot of leadership experience. She has mm-hmm. uh, directed an episode of fuller house, right? That's key leadership. <laughs> yes. So put, she, it on, put it on the CV. Yes. So <laughs> she has like uh, directed, you know, a, a cast of characters before. So yep. she knows what she's doing. And that's all it takes. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it's a clear line between directing an episode of Fuller House and leading, uh, you know, C-list celebrities through a trek in the jungle. Yeah. 
corporate asked us to talk about which <laughs> I forget the office meme. Uh, they're the same pictures. Yeah. Same picture. Same, same picture. picture. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's bring in uh, our captains. Okay. Uh, Morrow says, uh, choose two captains, choose them wisely. It's going to be this time, uh, Lauren and Jody. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how do they decide who gets to pick first? Because Jody just like straight up like goes and takes Colton first. Yeah. And Lauren, Lauren had identified that Colton and her need to continue working together. Mm-hmm. Or wasn't that so like it seemed like Jody took Colton from Lauren. I so think I was, it's just I, a dibs situation. Like I you can just call dibs. It's like calling shotgun. I think so. So it's like as soon as you decide who the captain is, it's like you just yell out the person yes. you want as quick yes. as possible. Yes, I believe that's the case. That seems wild to me. It seems wild, but do you have any evidence to refute that that is not no. the case? Yeah. I haven't seen any rock, paper, scissors, mm-hmm. so I don't have any reason to believe it's not that Let's way. Let's just go right into it. Okay. Uh, yeah. But Mora welcomed the uh, contestants, the Grateful Eight, uh, in an unusual way this week. Quienes son los capitanes? Oh, you understood. Who are the captains? Jody. <laughs> okay, so let me let me explain this here. I love how excited and shocked Moro is that like somebody knows Spanish. Yes. Um because Moro is Canadian. Mhm. So so I do need to remind everyone that like Canadian, our our two national languages are English and French. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot more normal for like a Canadian person to know French. But I, I do understand that in the United States, mm-hmm. quite a few people learn Spanish in school. Yes. Like, so I'm kind of, I think that might be... You know, yeah, but explaining Jenny, a little bit why Moro is surprised. This, no, but like, this forgot. is actually very impressive because. Quienes son los capitanes? I mean, los capitanes is a very difficult Spanish word. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I I definitely did if not you know. You do what not he was speak Spanish fluently. How would you ever know <laughs> what he's saying? I was very grateful for the subtitle here, Rob, because yeah. I could not have gotten that. Well, although they don't respond to him, and he's like, yes, yes, you, yes you knew. Capitanes. Oh, you understood. Who are the captains? <laughs> Jody. I guess they raised their hands. Uh, yeah, she yeah. raised Yeah, I mean, oh. but also, <laughs> he could probably glean that, even without him saying Los Capitanos. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he asks them who the captains are first every time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so $45,000 is on the line here today. And so, of course, uh, we've got another wild adventure up our sleeves here. It's going to be five. adventure number five. Mm-hmm. Jenny, can you explain to us what we're going to see in adventure number five? Yes, I can. I might need to take some breaks because it, you know... Like like any uh, adventure, the, like the adventure is a, a huge trek with many uh, stages mm-hmm. for for the edgers here. Uh, explaining the challenge is is a trek for me, especially as I am recovering from COVID. But Jenny's literally like shaking. Yeah, I will be shaking through this as I cough up along. Um, okay, so as always, Rob. We got our first stage. 
you always got to start with the first stage because it's first. Yeah. Right. So this is, uh, there's like a, a a platform, a triangle platform, and then like pieces of bamboo and they have to stack the bamboo on the platform. And then the, um, the platform has like ropes and like pulleys attached to it. It's like an elevator. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And so the teams have to uh, elevate the platform without dropping any of the bamboo. Yeah. Um, which is very difficult because sure. bamboo is not flat. Right. In case you didn't know. Yep. And so um, then as that gets raised, if you, if you get to the top, it triggers a mechanism. A mechanism. Yes. Of course. <laughs> we'll hear the word mechanism a few times. Yes, definitely mechanism. And that, that mechanism, Rob, will release paddles. But like, it's like a couple feet away. It was very confusing, honestly. Like, very impressive work done by uh, the adventure masters here mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, so once you get the paddles, then you know what's next, Rob? The trek. It's the trek. We all love the trek. So you're trekking through the jungle. You're trekking to the lagoon. And then you have to paddle the length of four football fields because we only measure in football fields mm-hmm. on this show. Yes. And then after this, so once you've done the, the paddling of four football fields, one player has to dive into the water. Yeah. And there are two bags of puzzle pieces. Yes. As you, as you know, we always have puzzles. There's always so, a puzzle. Yes. And, uh, the the puzzle bags are at two different lengths. Like one is in six feet down and the other is eight feet down. Yes. I, I wish that he had given me that measurement in football fields so I could understand better. But hmm. apparently it's six yeah. feet and eight I, feet. I, so I guess that's about like uh, six feet is about one fiftieth of a football field. Okay. I totally understand now. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. so I don't know if you, that's right. I don't know if it, you know what? I trust you. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, I think it's right. I actually think that, that it's right. One fiftieth of a football field. Don't ask me to do. Uh, yeah, <laughs> if you want, well, uh, eight feet. Don't ask. Yeah. <laughs> Not divisible. That's good enough. Yeah. That's good enough. Um. So then, once you've released the puzzle pieces, you you I guess paddle back to the shore, and then you have to do more trekking. Uh, through the jungle, yeah. To of course, a muddy the final bog stage. Well, not for everyone, Rob. Yes, not for everyone. Decision because point. As always, there is a decision point, and the the choice is you know having to do a little detour through a muddy bog, a crowd favorite, mm-hmm. which does reward you with a clue, yeah, or the direct route. Mm-hmm. So that, that those are the the options there, and then when you get to the final stage, the puzzle. This is a little bit different. This was not a jigsaw puzzle. This is kind of like a puzzle, but it was more of like a memory game. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like a big board that has to be like held up with ropes. Yeah. Um, and then on the board is a bunch of symbols, and. Uh, then they have to take the pieces and p- arrange them in the order that it is on the board. However, However. There, there's a catch because 
some of these pieces are very similar with very yeah. slight differences. Yes. So you have to be very careful where you're putting these pieces because very slight differences. You could have the whole thing wrong. Um, and, and that's basically the adventure this week. Okay. Did, I, did I accurately get you, that? You did a great job. Okay. Uh, well done. Uh, take a bow you. Uh, because uh, <laughs> you nailed it on the adventure. That's the setup. That's what the teams are going to do. Mm-hmm. We will take a quick break. When we come back, let's talk about how it goes when the red team and the blue team face adventure number five on this week's Beyond Beyond the Edge. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, Jenny, let's talk about the actual adventure between the blue team and the red team. And so uh, they needed to uh, pull the bamboo up on the elevator. This did not seem that complicated to me. No, I mean, you just slow and steady wins the race on this. That's one, what right? Morrow like said, just, right? Yeah. Yeah. That is what he tends to say. Did Morrow um, break the fourth wall during this? Is this the point? Yes, this is the point. We got Morrow doing Jeff Probst's new age mm-hmm. talking to the camera. This is the new hotness on the CBS shows is, I don't know, are we going to get Julie Chen Moonves talking to the camera for BB24? Well, she kind of does that. Yeah, she does. She kind of, she started it. Yeah. How about we get her not talking to the camera? Although sometimes she is looking at a different camera when she's talking. But But then she shifts her body, but first. Looks at a different camera. Yeah. But will we get her doing a whole segment with her looking at a different camera? Maybe. I mean, that might not be the plan, uh, but it might happen. <laughs> I can see that happening with Julie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, this is what this is what, uh, you know, we are getting on these adventure shows now is Moro is now talking to the camera. This is the first time this has happened on Beyond the Edge, I think. Mm-hmm. OK. What did he even say to like it was nothing important, right? So uh, I believe he said. Oh, I, th- I did write this down. The blue team has all their pieces flat on the board. They are calm, cool, <laughs> and collected. <laughs> That's good. I think I write down everything Morrow says because yes. it's the best part of the show. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's motivational advice uh, in life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I love him. So uh, we saw that the blue team was um, they were uh, having more success than the red team was. Uh, but Morrow noticed what they were doing right. The blue team, just like my favorite boy band, are in sync. <laughs> I lost it, Rob. I lost it. Shout out Chris Kirkpatrick. Big year yes. for him. Yes, big year for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Morrow's favorite <laughs> Morrow boy band. Morrow's favorite boy band. <laughs> Is in sync. What a claim to fame. Yeah. Um, Chris Kirkpatrick yeah. Uh, picked the wrong show to be on. 
<laughs> Honestly, how do you think he would have done on that? Oh, he would have fit right in. I think he would. Yeah. Oh, he would have been totally into it. They should have just brought him in. I wouldn't have cared that there were more, like, like more men than women. Could have mm-hmm. gone an even 10. I'm sure that he was free. Mm-hmm. He could oh, have been there. No doubt. No doubt. No uh, doubt. It's a bigger story when he's not free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... Uh, that was, uh, the blue team, uh, the red team, um, that, uh, actually, no, the, so the blue team, they were in sync, uh, and it was ultimately Jody's leadership that got them to trigger the mechanism. Uh, she got out in front and led them. Jody has become the conductor for what she hopes is an award-winning symphony. Pull it up, pull it up, pull it up. Wait, wait, wait. Stop. You hear the music? Yeah, the yeah, they really played into it. <laughs> yeah, because at, at a certain point, Jody just steps back. She's not even she's not even part of the the pulling anymore, and she's like literally using her hands as if she was lifting it up. With her energy, mm-hmm. the sign of a true leader. Yes, I, I'm sure that this was just like uh, conducting on the set of Fuller House. Of course, yes. mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just like that, the maestro. Yeah, yeah. And boy, Morrow was pumped up during this, Jenny, because uh, this was just such an amazing call here uh, in this part of the challenge. Wow. I mean, the, yeah, the the blue team got it first. Uh, but the, he was very excited but, for the red yes, team. Yes, I mean, that was like a like Super Bowl game-winning catch call for the red team triggering the mechanism. He he was, I thought he was going to lose his voice, which mm-hmm. like Morrow, same, same here. <laughs> um, he was very, very hyped. But I do think that like, the strategy of how they stacked the bamboo seemed to play a part because, and it seemed like Moro did acknowledge that because they, the blue team had the bamboo flat and then like the red team was like trying to like, it was like they were trying to build a fire with it where they were like stacking it together. Anyway. Well, maybe they felt like it would trigger the mechanism quicker. If it was higher. higher. Right. But then they were facing the challenges of it being a little bit less stable and it, and dropping the pieces. So, you know, there's strategy in this, in this show all over the place, all over the place. Yeah. It seemed like the right strategy was to like have the bamboo with like the, like the half sides down where there would be no wobbling. You don't want any wobble. Yeah. You don't want to be wobbling. Mm hmm. Okay. All right. So, uh, we get into the trek, uh, and this is where things get, a little dicey because mm-hmm. uh, we're going to see Lauren take that big fall. I don't know if she tripped over something, but she she whacked something with her foot and tumbles. Mm-hmm. But she rallies. She just gets back up and keeps running. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what a queen. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like. I would have been like, bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jenny, that's the difference. You, you yeah. Know, I'm you, a, I'm a quitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like fully. Yeah. And so the teams then got to, uh, the water. Okay. Uh, Ray Lewis last week told us, you know, uh, we had, we had, you know, been wondering 
uh, something about Ray Lewis uh, because he said this. I have a real phobia when it comes to water. That's the one element you do not play with on this earth. You don't play with water. Yeah, we did get a lot more of Ray's backstory about why uh, that water is the one element you don't play with. Yeah. And I agreed with what you said last week, week Rob. Like, I am way more afraid of fire. Um, I think that fire is way more likely to Mm -hmm. uh, murder you. Um, Mm -hmm. However. Yes, an an area of expertise, perhaps. Yes. Yes. But we got context for, you know, clearly Ray does not have any fire-related trauma, but he does have water-related trauma, which explains a little bit more why he's so terrified. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Ray had a story that he told about how that, uh, what was he doing in the water? He was fishing. Fishing? I think he was trying he to was get a fishing, fish out of the water. Getting a fish out of the water. That's and why then he's his, such a good fisherman. And then his foot got stuck like in quicksand and then uh, the tide came in. Yeah. And it's always, he's always saying it's his very last breath. How do you know it's your last breath? I, I don't know. I guess when you know, you know. When you know, and then, you know. And then a guy was walking by and then the guy saved him. Yeah, so, yeah, he his foot got stuck under something. I don't know if it was quicksand, but his foot was I think he stuck. said his foot got stuck in sand. In sand? Yes. So he, he was at the bottom of the water? I like, believe that was the story. Was he in a bog? Ray has some wild stories between yeah. the, the guy that threw a snake at him and then he got his foot stuck in the sand. Where did he live? I don't know. Harrowing. <laughs> snakes available to be thrown at you and mm-hmm. quicksand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he lived in a video game. I think so. <laughs> yeah. And so that, um, but Ray was going to be the person to dive down into the water. He is facing his fears. And this is what the show is about for a lot of people. Apparently it's just, Personal growth, facing your demons, mm-hmm. releasing yourself from the uh, the expectations of the world and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that it had something to do with the fact that Lauren was injured at this point, because I do believe Ray did say that. Uh, Is she their she swimmer? Who's going to do it? Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think that that's necessarily her strongest. Suit, yeah. Yeah. But I think on that team. She was probably the most confident swimmer. Yeah. So it was um, Lauren. It was Lauren, Ray, Coach, and Ebony. Uh, we saw Coach have his own difficulties uh, in right. the water last week. He's probably like never again. Yeah. He, when he fell not. out of the boat. I wonder, like, if Ebony gone in the water, like maybe the salt. Yeah, the salt, the salt water would be good. They for say her, when like, you have a tooth access. issue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> be like sterilizing or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's up to Ray. And then what happens that like the rope gets caught around Ray's arm. I didn't yeah, really so understand I, the physics of what was going on there. Listen, Rob, I don't understand the physics of anything ever, but uh, I believe what was happening was, so obviously the puzzles are in bags and they're tied to something. I don't know, some sort of weight maybe to keep them where okay. they are. I don't know how these things work, but I think that, when trying to untie one of the ropes, the the rope was pushing his hand down with, I don't know, he got it tangled in there. But I think it was just, it hit a little too close to home mm-hmm. that he had a I similar I just don't understand experience. how the rope gets tangled around your, your arm. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. It did seem like it was a straight rope, but <laughs> yeah, he was he was getting himself all wrapped up in it. Yeah, and it was it was it was all over again. He was his body was being pulled under the water. Yeah, I just I do wonder at times: uh, are the celebrities like playing up any of uh, the uh, incidents on the show for dramatic effect? Listen, Rob. Paulina said on Twitter, this is real. This is not Mm -hmm. fake. Are Mm -hmm. you trying to suggest that there's some sort of embellishment happening here? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't I don't know. (laughs) I'm curious. I'm just curious. Well I wasn't there. When are we getting the the Mike Bloom and Ray uh, Lewis interview? (laughs) Oh, hopefully soon. Okay. I hope so. All right. Um, but uh, Ray ends up uh, doing it uh, that he go he goes through. Um, does the red team have any issue with their puzzle pieces? No, I think Craig was the one who who dove down and mm-hmm. it was pretty much straightforward. Okay. They were already like halfway through the trek back while um, they were still in the water. Yeah. OK, so the blue team, they don't have Lauren. They don't have a puzzle nader, right? Uh, so they are going to. Uh, do I have that right? Okay. Uh, they, yeah, they, Jody's yeah. team is the blue. Okay, so Jody's team is the blue. Uh, they don't have the puzzle nader. They are going to go and get the puzzle pieces, and they are going to go through the muddy bog, or as Craig says, "This is real life Panama butt hugging muck." Hey, you ain't in Hollywood no more. Okay, this is real life Panama butt hugging muck. What a string of words! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Real life Panama butt hugging muck. Yeah, like that—that that reads like a Mad Lib to me. <laughs> butt hugging muck. <laughs> Sounds really gross. And- I feel like his accent changed during this. Like he was like, "You ain't in Hollywood no more." Like, <laughs> yeah. First off, Craig. Who in this cast is from Hollywood? <laughs> Anyone? Jody Sweden, maybe. Yeah, sometimes who lives in Hollywood of these people. Is maybe anybody, Jody. Is anybody else even an actor on the show? Like, who else is in Hollywood? <laughs> that's true. Yeah, he, that's the only time Meta World only... Peace was in Hollywood was when he played for the Lakers. Right, and he's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got two episodes out of him. Yeah, um, but I, yeah. I, I, I listened to. An interview with uh, Meta World Peace this week uh, that uh, Meta World Peace, um, he actually doesn't go by Meta World Peace uh, anymore. Uh, he goes by, I, I want to make sure I have this correct. He was on Colin Coward uh, this week. Uh, and he was talking with Colin Coward. So his, his name now is Meta Sandiford Artest. Okay, so is his birth name Ron Artest? I believe so, yes. So he's he's brought back the Artest. He brought back the Artest. Sandiford is his wife's name. So, like her maiden name? Um, yes. So like her I, last name? Yeah, her last yeah. name. Yeah, so that I think okay. that, that now he has like now a hyphenated uh, that he has adopted his wife's uh, last name. I Met- love when men do this. Okay. Um, I, I love it. Like, F the patriarchy. Okay? Yes. And that's that, that's what Meta's all about. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Meta Sandiford Artest. 
and uh, that he was talking about how that he spends a lot of time in Vancouver. Why? His, I think <laughs> I his mean, wife Vancouver's- is from there. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. And so that's what basically, I think that's where he's uh, living now. Hmm. He's like, that. I'm, it's I'm beautiful. It's beautiful there. there. Summer, I'm going to go, I'm going to go meet up with him. Well, well, like if, if we get the official or the unofficial, um, uh, beyond the edge reunion and we get meta there, I'm, I'm going to connect with them and, and we will bond over, uh, Canada stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So you mean my friend. Yeah. That's where he's, uh, yeah, he's, uh, hanging out in, uh, Vancouver. So, um, yeah, I was, I was very excited. Like, uh, like Colin Carroll's like, uh, next hour we've got, uh, Meta Sandford, our test is going to be here. Like, oh, wow. Okay. I'll check that out. So you were just like watching or listening to this anyway. And it just yeah. was like a yeah. surprise. I was going to turn it off, but uh, then oh. I, I said, I have to listen. They got you. Keep listening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, anyway, um, we have back here uh, the oh yeah the butt hugging mud muck, muck. okay uh, they get the puzzle pieces and uh, once again you know uh, these puzzle pieces are very important. Well, that that's the thing is like getting the clue has been. I, I don't think a single team that hasn't taken. The well, clue I think has only lost. last time, only la- the in episode four, they didn't have the. They didn't have the clue last week. I, I believe that they uh, that was they no- uh, I believe that they didn't that they did. not I think it was the only time uh, that oh, okay. they did. not Oh, have- yes. Because of Lauren. L- Lauren is, mm-hmm. you know, she's the puzzle. She's the ringer. Yeah. She's the clue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you notice uh, Colton just like throws Paulina over his shoulder at one point, like when they're going through the bog and just just like. Mm-hmm. I'll carry you. Like mm-hmm. Colton's really flexing. He's just like, I'll, I'll carry a whole ass person on my shoulder through this bog. Yeah. Um, so they have the puzzle pieces, and uh, you know this is going to be such a boon for Jody Sweeten because uh, Lauren has won all four adventures, but this is this is, could be Jody's big opportunity to uh, advance a few spots on the leaderboard. Jody looking to move on up like George and Wheezy. I love how he drags these things out. Like he he lets us not miss a thing. Mm-hmm. He doesn't he's not he's not speeding through any of his lines. He's just letting it out. Mm-hmm. Moving on up like George and Wheezy. Yeah. You know, anytime really you syllable. could drop a, you know, 40-year-old uh, sitcom <laughs> theme song reference into topical conversation, you got to well, do it. Well, these people are going to know. They're they, like, this is the target audience, the people on the show. <laughs> and the red team is coming and knocking on the door like Jack Tripper. <laughs> I think that was like the last time Mora watched television. It's like the only references he has. <laughs> I don't know what's hip with the kids anymore. Whatever happened to predictability? That is something uh, that I am asking you, Jody. 
<laughs> the milkman, the paper boy, and the evening TV could not have predicted this. And now the milk gets brought with drones. <laughs> Moving on up like George and Wheezy. Uh, and so the red team is uh, going to, no, the sorry, blue team, blue team is going to win this week's uh, adventure. You know, they, they made it interesting at least because blue team had an immense lead and then red team strolls up. And yeah. we get to the we get to the puzzle master here. Lauren and Ebony working we on the We got it. We puzzle. got it. All right. This is perfect. <laughs> and we get we get a lot of suspenseful like check, you're wrong. Check, you're wrong. Back and forth between the two teams. They edited You this. don't have it. <laughs> you don't have it. Like they did, <laughs> they they did make it a week. little interesting. They they did make us think, "Oh my gosh." It went back and forth. Lauren is going to do it again. You thought she was going to do it again. Yeah. It it got, it got tight. The tension building like the humidity here in the jungle. (laughs) Tighter than uh, Jody's, what her, her uh, calves or her, what's what's (laughs) her muscle that's really tight. Um, yeah, really needed to nail that one. Yeah, she a, a hamstring, right? Pods are gonna just snap. Pods, so tight. yeah. Pods <laughs> tighter than Paulina's hips. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so the blue team gets the win, and then uh, red team Lauren like collapses right after this. Yeah, because the adrenaline pumping through her body that's mm-hmm. gotten her through a, an actual injury has mm-hmm. just left her body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So the blue team, they're going to go for a coffee reward. Uh, more on that. Rob, but yes. Oh, I, I do not want to hear my thoughts on the reward. Or are we going to oh, get to that? Oh, what do you that? Uh, well, let's talk about Lauren because she's going to get okay. medical attention and then yes, we'll see everybody enjoying immediately the reward. asks for medical. Yeah. Yes. Medical. All right, get in here, and they work on Lauren, and I couldn't believe uh, they were loading, they got her in a wheelchair. I mean, where did the wheelchair come from? It was just like, They must have medical on site. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's serious. Paulina said it's, it's real. Mm Mm-hmm. It's real. Real medical there, so. Yeah, so they work on Lauren for a while. So I guess like as soon as they took her sh- her foot out of her shoe, it like just like completely ballooned because mm-hmm. like, I guess the compression of the shoe was keeping the swelling down. Is that how that works? Mm-hmm. And then you take the shoe off, and then everything swells because it, there's nothing holding it together anymore. I guess so. Hashtag science. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Um. Yeah. We we learned she we, needs an X-ray apparently. Yeah. All right, take her to the hospital. She's gonna get an X-ray. So um, we'll see what's going on with Lauren later on in the episode. But let's go to the coffee reward. Okay, this is a fancy reward, Jenny. For uh, this is gonna be for Colton, Craig, and and P are all there, and of course Jody and Jody and Jody as well. And so they're enjoying all of the. Uh, the I feel like Craig's been on every reward. Um, we definitely got the cans. Did you have the fish last week? 
Um, he's well. He has not won. He's not undefeated like Lauren. Mm-hmm. So, but he, maybe he's like had one loss. Yeah, I, yeah I feel like was he in the bath? I feel like uh, maybe he got like maybe he wasn't managed, in the bath. He managed to get all the good rewards. Okay. Yeah, but this coffee, Panam- Panamanian coffee, and croissants and pastries. And here's the thing. I I have an allergy to wheat, so I probably couldn't eat any of this food. Mm. Coffee alone, wow! What a great what a great reward. Give me a can of a leftover can of gravy and and some coffee, and I'm good, baby. Like, <laughs> would you the combine them? Would you combine them? Boy, but the gravy and the coffee. Could you use gravy as uh, like a uh, as creamer? Ew. <laughs> No, Rob. Okay. I'm I'm having these delights separately. Mm-hmm. I have okay. a sip of the can of gravy followed by a sip of the coffee. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> They're perfect on their own. But I think that I am always very excited when there's a coffee reward. I think that I think that that's a great reward. Yes. I mean, probably not for like your GI tract. Yeah, you, like, you just amped up that people got coffee. Yeah, I had like secondhand caffeine buzz from watching. Mm -hmm. I love coffee so much that I was really happy for them. Yes. The rewards have been so shitty. (laughs) Well, not for you. I mean, you love gravy. You love coffee. I was not interested in the gross fish. The gross fish. Yeah. And like plantains. Mm -hmm. What about the chocolate? They got some chocolate. I'm not a big chocolate person Mm. either, Rob. Okay. None of the food except for the can of gravy has really appealed to me. Mm-hmm. That and the coffee. <laughs> and I would be, I'd be fine. <laughs> but like on Survivor, when they get coffee, I'm like, hell yeah. Like that would be, I would be so, coffee and alcohol, That I would be so excited. Those are the, the, the big two. I'm a woman of vices, Rob. Okay? Yeah, I get it. I got my alcohol, my coffee, and my gravy. <laughs> <laughs> the big three. Big three, and um, I liked when they were sort of arguing over um, like uh, what the foods were of that we we saw where uh, Paulina was talking about like uh, oh this is like a uh, a raisin bread with uh, and Craig was like that's a cinnamon roll. <laughs> yeah, she was like she had like the French name it was like pan oh like something I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then it's a cinnamon roll. That's some butt hugging muck. <laughs> <laughs> That's a roll covered in that cinnamon butt butt hugging muck. <laughs> hey, anything else from the reward, Jenny? Uh, no, not really. Just mm-hmm. uh, um, Craig. Craig shared my enthusiasm about the coffee. I think that he said that was what he's missing the most. Okay, I didn't know who's a big coffee guy. Well, I don't know how else he gets that boundless energy. Yeah, it's just a lot of energy. Yeah. <laughs> and it was also uh, Jody's dad's uh, birthday. Yes. And she's she the the pastries and coffee reminded her of her parents because she has afternoon coffee and pastries with her parents. Wow. That, oh, that, that, that's very formal. Yeah. Does she have that's like tea well, time? She is from Hollywood. I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. One person. Yeah. Okay. All right. So back at camp, the losers are all talking. Okay, Lauren's gone, and here we have uh, sixth, seventh, and eighth place uh, in the rankings. It's Ray, it's Coach, and it's Ebony. And Ebony has bad teeth that hurt her, and then Coach and Ray haven't slept. Yeah, 
But Ray Ray brings up that they're six, seven, and eight on the leaderboard, but then proceeds to say you shouldn't look at the leaderboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that don't pay any attention to the leaderboard and you just need to get to the finish line. Mm-hmm. Like Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're the one that bringing up the, the, the scoreboard, but. Mm-hmm. And they did acknowledge that they're halfway. Okay. So this is the first time we got, um, I believe, the acknowledgement that I guess the, the full adventure is 10 days and they're on day five. Mm-hmm. Was it last week uh, that Ray was going through the whole crisis about this was the most important moments of his kid's life yes. and that's why he was going to leave? I was so confused by this, Rob, because mm-hmm. it had been four days yeah. and it's like, you're going to be home in a couple more days. Yeah. I, I don't understand like why going home like two days earlier than he, he otherwise would mm-hmm. is such a big deal for like being like, was there something s- specific happening at home during the time that he was away or was he just like having this moment of like, uh, you know, I've spent so much of my life like being busy playing football and I can't spend another moment away from my kids now because I've missed all this time. Unclear. Like, Unclear. I didn't understand. And it it did not even seem to be uh, a consideration this week. No, it like, didn't come really up. You really got over it. It didn't come up. Okay. <laughs> this week we were talking about the, the water. That was yes. a bigger deal. Okay. All right. Uh, Craig's worried. Somebody could ring the bell. Only him and Colton are the only people that don't have any problems. Everybody else, this is like turning into the walking wounded around here. Yeah. I, I feel like not sleeping would really suck. Like, yeah, you know, there's nothing, no, nothing physically has happened to Ray and coach, but they have apparently just like not slept at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Let's go to the lanterns. Okay. Uh, it's and it's a rainy night. ass rain. It's a rain, <laughs> ra- rainy night. Okay. They're all in their like windbreaker raincoats. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone's still getting that fist bump. Yes. It like, was a little bit of a muted uh, fist bump. Yeah. Like a, a moist fist bump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're covered in water. <laughs> yes. Okay. And so they're going to talk about uh, a bunch of different things. Uh, what was interesting to you here, Jenny? Um, boy, really searching for something here. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of it was a lot of talk about Lauren because yeah. she wasn't there yet. She was not back. So at this point, no one knows if uh, if she's going to return. Everyone looks miserable, um, but they're they're talking a lot about like how Lauren has inspired them and like her getting hurt really like you know made them realize how real this is and there's lots of talk about how hard everything is, but ultimately everyone seems very on board for staying and like mm-hmm. they real like every week they have to do a bit of this but like I really feel like they were having to like reach. To make us think there was a chance any of these people were going to ring the bell. Well, I thought with the rain that there would be more of a chance that people would consider it because they haven't had like the nighttime lanterns rain uh, right. where it's like a miserable night where, you you're know, you're going to go back to 
camp soaking wet. Right. Like I think that in the times where survivors uh, like have quit, like I feel like it's usually like comes right on the heels of like bad weather. So I think that that was uh, definitely a possibility that that was going to happen. Um, Maybe but, after like a lot, like a sleep or an attempted sleep in the rain, like you're going to get people quitting next episode after they had to go through a night of mm-hmm. the rain. Yeah. So everybody is really, you know, complaining about, you know, just how bad this has been. But for one person, being out in the jungle has actually been an improvement over their everyday life. Uh, and that and that is oh, Colton. Right. I found a calmness in this jungle when I stepped in, and that's because I didn't have voices in my ear. I didn't have social media to label me. I didn't have to worry about people looking at me out in public or judging me. Wow. When it started talking about, like, uh, you know, I didn't have the voices in my head, I was like, oh, my God. Uh, And I found out that the voices was, like, social media. Yeah, I know. I didn't know where he was going with that either. I was like, I was like, do you have, like... uh, do you have to walk around with like an earpiece? So like, are you like impractical jokers? Like you having people like feed you stuff through your ear? Mm-hmm. But no, he meant the, the, you know, the babbling of social media criticizing him, I guess. I don't know. I don't follow Colton on any social media, so I don't really see what he gets, but you know, mm-hmm. he might stay out there. He's never ringing the bell. Yeah, but you know the thing about with Colton, it's like that he is not like an artist or anything like that. That it's like his uh, work uh, is so, like being like uh, like called out. Um, I think you- what happened with Colton is he he pissed off a very uh, loud and rabid fan base in in the Bachelor franchise uh, audience and. You know, there's just been no turning back on that. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, you know, he has this whole uh, drama from the fall of 2020 where mm-hmm. uh, I'm, again, I'm reading from Wikipedia uh, where. Trusted news source. Yes. Uh, that a, a woman from The Bachelor, uh, uh, Cassie Randolph. Uh, That's said, who he chose when yes, he was uh, yeah. filed a restraining order against him, alleging that he was stalking her outside of her apartment and her parents' uh, Huntington Beach house, sending her text messages using an anonymous number, installed the tracking device underneath her car. Uh, you know. So effed up, man. Like, oh, but these uh, social media people are so. They're judging me. They're judging me. Yeah. So, um, anyway, you know, but Colton, he's found himself. Yes. He's the calmness of the jungle. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think, I think he's staying forever there. He might still be there right now. He may never leave. I would yeah. never know because I don't follow him on any social media. So. Yes. Okay. <laughs> he might still be there. Jenny, uh, what, what did you think of, we didn't get to hear uh, last week, what did you think of Paulina's comment from the Lanterns last week? I mean, week? you know, childbirth, natural childbirth is not fun, but you know, that's a day. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, I have never given birth, so I cannot speak from direct experience. However. Yes. Uh, You've heard things though. I've heard things. I have friends with children. Um, it's not always a day. First mm-hmm, of all, mm-hmm. um, I've also heard that like labor is sometimes the worst part and the actual 
birthing part is is not that bad. And sometimes women are in labor for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that they're they're only there for ten days at this point. They're only there. <laughs> they've they've only been there five days, uh, or no, at the point that she said that, that they had only been there four days. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's not like that. She's been giving birth for four days out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. She's got sore hips. Yeah. Okay. Look, that can happen in both, both in giving birth and then beyond the edge. I would think so. I don't know. I Mm -hmm. I think it's just one of those, and this is what I hear, uh, you know, from from women that have uh, given birth, that you kind of the more disconnected you are from it, you kind of forget. Yeah. Like you know it was bad, but like you you forget. So it makes so you're you're more likely to be like oh I could do that again. So I I think that maybe mm-hmm. that's the the case we're getting here is like Paulina maybe doesn't like recall how terrible childbirth is. Yeah, and it, you know she's maybe kind of being a little too liberal with uh, the comparison. Mm-hmm. There. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably something uh, that gets thrown around. Uh, but I don't want to do either. Let's just put that out there. Sure. I have no interest in going through. At least there's gravy on Beyond the Edge. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Mm-hmm. But I also don't want to sleep with ants in the pouring rain mm-hmm. just for a can of gravy. Mm-hmm. Okay. some coffee. I can have that at home. That's true. Okay. All right. Uh, they try to build the suspense around Ebony. Ebony. That was the one, the one person that they could do. Yeah. And oh, I, I, I appreciated you guys acknowledging last week how they always do the replay right mm-hmm. after the commercial. It's like the show is like forty three minutes, but like in reality, it's like thirty eight. <laughs> after every commercial, we get it like thirty seconds of what we just saw before the commercial. Yeah. So, so yeah, this is the this is the the cliffhanger is Ebony. Ebony. Are you okay, gonna ring so, that bell? Okay. Lauren would beat her butt if she rang the bell. It's true. <laughs> see, what, see what you know about Lauren. <laughs> She's a fighter. She's a bell ringer herself. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Every each and every one of you keep fighting the good fight. What is the good fight here? I don't just know. Like, might just what be are they fighting? Product placement for the show on Paramount Plus. <laughs> because, like, again, this like it doesn't. They're not fighting each other. No, it's they're working together. It's they're supposed to be supporting each they're other. They're fighting I don't know against what the their charities having no money. I guess. Okay, I guess yeah. that. Okay, that's a stretch, but it's okay. All right. So back at camp, here's Lauren. Uh, this is good. She's back. Yay! She's wearing a shoe. They were she very excited. She's got a shoe on. They, fa- they managed to, to get a shoe back on her foot. Yeah, that's a good sign. Yeah, yeah. So you know, if she if she has a shoe, then she's ready to go. Yeah. Bad news though, guys. Um, Lauren tore a ligament in her foot. Yes. And oh, I I wanted to ask about this. When they were when they were talking about whether Lauren would return, they were saying it's almost better that she if she broke it as opposed to spraining it because a sprain is harder to heal. I had never heard this before. You should if you injure yourself, you should hope that you broke it as opposed mm-hmm. to spraining it. Is that a thing? Um, I don't know if you say so. Um, you know. Yeah, that's what they said. 
I'm I'm not sure. It could be potentially like there's so many like small bones in your foot. If you break like a small bone in your foot, maybe that heals quicker than a sprain. Yeah, I don't know. I just I would think that the sprain is less serious. I don't know why you should ever hope that you broke something over spraining it. But I get this is a a widely known thing, according to these eight people. Yeah. (laughs) So. Um, these but, medical so professionals is, all over the place. Yeah. So is a tear, a, a torn ligament, is that considered a sprain then? Because not I, a bro- I, I don't know. I don't know. Like a, that maybe during fantasy football season, I have a better, <laughs> all, <laughs> all of my knowledge of injuries this. comes from trying to manage my fantasy football lineup. <laughs> like, oh, that's a four to six week injury. <laughs> that's how you know. Yeah. Yeah. You need to measure it with uh, football fields. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that that's that injury is uh, five football fields long. Yeah. Like- <laughs> OK. The doctor said Lauren has to leave the game. She didn't say she didn't want to yes. go. Make that clear. She does not want to ring the bell. She no. would not be ringing the bell. She would not. Now, do we think that it's messed up that they actually made her physically ring the bell? Because. Like. On Survivor. It would be, yes. It's not like if they get pulled from the game, it's not like they make them go to tribal council and get voted out. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, bring your torch, uh, like, uh, bring you there yeah. on the stretcher. Right. So it's like, even though she's not choosing to ring the bell, like, make the doctor ring the bell, you mm-hmm. know? Because <laughs> like, she did it with such shame. It was the weakest ringing of the bell like i don't even know if it made noise she barely touched it yeah <laughs> it was it's that very it, you're right that's a really good point yeah rob i'm paying great attention to you this are show. you're so locked in i'm a changed woman i i i you're the ultimate is, edger this is the the journey for me so so we had lauren talking about how she came into you know beyond the edge not being very confident and like the confidence that she's uh, gained and, you know, the power in sure. herself, the warrior she's become through this, this uh, journey. That's kind of like me with this show where I used to be someone that I didn't pay attention. I missed half of the survivor episode because if there was challenges, I just black out. I'm yeah. not watching. Mm-hmm. I, I'm confused. If you're explaining a twist to me, I black out. I didn't catch it. Um, the, the process of watching and covering Beyond the Edge has changed me. I am paying attention to everything now. Yeah. I honestly think I don't have ADHD anymore. <laughs> wow. I'm just- you cured yourself. <laughs> yes. Wow. All, all it took was five episodes of Beyond the Edge. It's <laughs> amazing. I pay so much attention to the show. No, I, it, what happens is that I harness all of my energy into the 43 minutes yeah, so, of well, the show. Maybe you, you're using your superpowers like uh, from, yeah. like Penn from The Amazing Race. Exactly like that. You get focused. You get locked <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, very sad for Lauren. She's going to leave, but her head is held high for $42,750 for Lauren's charity. That's pretty good for a couple of days. Like, yeah, not bad for being a puzzle nader. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I think that this was a big loss for the show, like entertainment wise. I thought she was fun. Yeah. I mean, she, um, she was fine. She had, she had a couple fun, you know, liners. She, I don't know. She was, 
Mm-hmm. She was like a good energy. I think that there are way more boring people left on the cast besides her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm mostly referring to Colton. Colton's pretty boring. <laughs> um, you know, uh, everybody, I mean, you know, coach is kind of one note. Yeah. He's very inspirational and don't quit. Like he's going to get mad if you try and mm-hmm. quit. Yeah. But that's like pretty much what you're getting from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ray's giving us a little bit of, of depth. We're getting some stories and some weird quirks from Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, Craig, I mean, Craig is just like, he's good at this stuff because he's like lived yeah, he's kooky. in the woods right. before. You know what I mean? Right. He's got like a little bit. And, and Jody is, Jody's Jody. She's Jody. Okay. I heard that Jody has a new project coming up, of course, uh, that uh, I, I asked uh, Sam Moore to track down any uh, interesting, relevant, beyond the edge social media stories. And so. Uh, How long did that take him to come through all of that? <laughs> it took him about three minutes, and he said, uh, "There's, uh, n- there's nothing. There's nothing. I don't know what you want from me." Uh, is what he said. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, he did send a couple things over. Jody Sweden said, "Mark your calendars to watch me transform my kitchen skills from lame to not too shabby." Worst Cooks in America Celebrity Edition. That's so nineties is premiering Sunday, April. Tr- Hold on, Jenny. Should we be dropping Beyond the Edge and be covering this? Oh my goodness. Okay. I mean. All right, so I, let me see. Let me see. I would never I, say no to that. All right, so who's Jody the who's Sweden, the, the cast of uh, Worst Cooks I, in America '90s yeah, edition? Because uh, I think I, I recognize a few of these faces here. Let's see. Um, okay, hold on. So let it's me. Good that you do because I don't. Cooks in America '90s edition. And I'm a I'm a '90s kid. Okay, new season of Worst. Okay, so all right. All right, maybe forget the Celebrity Apprentice uh, or, uh, I'm sorry, Celebrity Exorcism. Uh, I wish that yeah. the Celebrity Apprentice. No, no. <laughs> in okay, an alternate who is universe. In this picture? Yeah. All right, so, uh, so okay, uh, that uh, our f- friend of the pod, Lori, Lori Beth Denberg, from oh, all yes. that, Elisa Donovan from Clueless, Tracy Gold from Growing Pains, Oh. Uh, Jenny Kwan from California Dreams. Uh, hey, Matt- it's a big, it's a big year for Jenny's on uh, yes on uh, reality TV. So yes, okay. Uh, Matthew Lawrence, uh, brother oh, of celebrity say- Big Brother contestant Joey Lawrence from Boy Meets World. Mark Long uh, of uh, the uh, many challenge seasons. Jody Sweeten, Nicole Tom from The Nanny, and Curtis Williams from The Parenthood. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Listen, and Jody Sweeten, she stays booked and busy. Like this woman is does not stop. Mm-hmm. She's on everything. She's I on. did not realize that she was so like she she has a good agent. Yes. Okay. Uh, and Lori Beth Denberg, uh, that uh, I sent her a or I sent Chappelle Friend a cameo. Chappelle. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And <laughs> and she said, "Is this Rob Sestrino from Survivor?" So. Uh, like, look, this could be our connection to the whole cast of, uh, beyond the edge. This is how we get the, the unofficial, uh, reunion. She has a podcast too, Lori Beth Denberg. What's her podcast about? Oh, Jenny. Um, do you want to, do you want to hear some of the episode descriptions? Uh, Of course I do. (laughs) Lori Beth Denberg. I think she's a couple of podcasts. 
But wow. uh, yeah, and they Just are one for your crown, and not the not the one that uh, bad I advice. Had. I believe is the uh, is the name of her podcast. Bad advice. Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. Uh, I could I could do a podcast about that. Yes. Okay. And um, let's, you know, she's got a a bunch of them. Um, okay. Uh, in the most recent episode, uh, she talks about. Uh, teaching a man to fish in your house, knowing when to boo your boo and slick six picks flicks. Knowing when to boo your boo, like, mm-hmm. like literally boo them. <laughs> oh, boo, tomato, oh. tomato, tomato. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is from December 9th, 2021. Episode 52 is called locking swords with an edge Lord." <laughs> Whoa! Is that the crossover event of the century? <laughs> yeah, to all the edge lords out there, locking yeah. swords—is that like a euphemism? <laughs> I don't know. Oh wait, that's crossing swords. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I think what? some of these episodes are NSFW. Yeah, I'm guessing so. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. talking about swords and edge lords. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I don't even think I could say episode number forty nine of uh, of the podcast. So she's got a lot going on. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Are you gonna are we, are we gonna watch this? Are we gonna watch? I, I'm, well, maybe people should check it check it out and see if we yeah, if it's give worth us the give us the if it's uh, worth looking at. Yeah the okay. the four one one on it. All right, and then one more. Uh, okay, uh, Sam says. Okay, this this is the good link. Okay, uh, so this is a tweet from Paulina who is getting into it with somebody. Uh, and As she does. Yeah, she was in. I guess let me read the Twitter uh, story here. So somebody named Lucas said a lot of these celebrities are quite annoying and complain a lot more than normal people do on Survivor. Hashtag be on the edge. Hashtag Survivor. Paulina clapped back. It's also a lot harder than Survivor. Upside down, oh. smiley face. I mean, how would she know? <laughs> what does she know? She about played Survivor. Yeah. And then somebody named Richard says, ha, 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 dot, dot, dot. And unlike Survivor, dot, 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 you can put fresh underwear on daily. To which Paulina clapped back. Yeah, because unlike Survivor, we don't get to rest between challenges long enough to let panties dry. <laughs> yeah. What? Why? So beyond the, the edge is the, the show. Yeah, the, getting the panties wet from <laughs> Mamma Mia. I mean, Morrow did say it was going to get hotter and moister. <laughs> Damper. Damper. <laughs> it's going to get hotter. It's going to get damper. And he meant the panties. <laughs> wow. What is this? A free for all? So Not the damp panties. Yeah. Okay. Well. So, I mean, Paulina is wild on these Twitter streets. She is in everyone's mentions, mm-hmm. like just defending this show to the death. Yeah, she loves it. She loves it. It's this. harder than Survivor. How do you feel about that, Rob? I mean, you. Okay, well, so you know what? You've never she, done Beyond the Edge. She's on it. Well, uh, can you rank uh, that uh, Beyond the Edge? <laughs> Survivor and childbirth, natural childbirth. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to say childbirth. Number first. one. Okay. Survivor second. 
Mm-hmm. Beyond the edge, third. Hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, you do. I mean, you do have to do a challenge uh, all the time. Maybe you don't have a challenge every day, like on Beyond the Edge. Yeah, but they're not also getting food every day. Hmm. Yeah. Like they're just and you also like, well, now like, they don't even have rice. <laughs> right. And on Survivor, like there is like you are sort of like mentally taxed in a way that is beyond. Like I hope I don't get picked last today. There's plenty. Yeah, you're literally playing a mind game. Like you're you're voting each other out. You're lying to each other. Mm-hmm. You're strategizing twenty four seven. But you do have time to let your panties dry. That's then. That is what's most important. Yeah. Okay. Is having those dry panties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, I will say, wet underwear is really gross. <laughs> right. No, feeling. that's a, that is an ongoing uh, situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I guess, do they not have bathing suits on? Did Tyler Perry come up with this oh, on no. Beyond the Edge? Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he definitely could have been a consultant here. Could have been a consultant. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jenny, and then what about for next week? What are we looking at? So next week, um, we see more of Colton dragging Paulina. <laughs> we got another shot of, of her being carried. Mm-hmm. Um. I guess she does need to be carried, bro. Mm -hmm. And there was like a shot of, so basically they're showing it's getting hard. It's really getting hard out here. There was like a shot, one of those like camera um, GoPro type shots of coach. And it looked like he was like puking or something. Like, I don't know if you saw this, but there was like stuff coming out of his mouth. It did not look good. Yeah, okay, Morning. I wasn't studying it that closely. No, yeah. well, okay. again, not everyone pays attention to the show like I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the big storyline, I think, of next uh, episode uh, I've alluded to already is that Ebony's tooth is getting worse. Her tooth is getting worse, but then she said something like, uh, like, oh, like they're getting lethal or something like that. So I had to re-listen to this quote because I did not know what she was saying. And she said, so um, they show her being examined and then there was another shot of her like talking to the group being like, they've seen it be lethal. So I think that she's trying to say that like the doctor yeah. said that like the problem that she's got in her mouth right now can sometimes be lethal. Okay. So I feel like that's not very good. Not, uh, not a good omen if you have Ebony yeah. and you're beyond the edge fantasy draft. Yeah. In, this, in, in, in the Beyond the Edge stock watch, I would sell all the Ebony stock this week. And buy... Karen's not busy, right? He buy can, more Craig. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting winners at it, right? When you say... Craig? Yeah. Yeah, because he, he just uh, rose in the ranks. So Colton, I think, is at the top now. Yeah. And then I think... Is Should Craig we do uh, Beyond the Edge stock watch? Why not? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think this week you're buying Craig. Buy Craig. Yeah. I would buy Craig. I sell think, Ebony. I think it makes I think it makes more sense to buy Craig than to buy Colton. Uh, well, I think Colton is Colton's a sneaky buy. Now. But I think he's a sneaky buy. I think that probably that not not as many people are buying him. Right. You think not as many people are buying Colton or Craig? Yeah, I think not as many people are buying Colton. I know, I'll be honest. I don't really know how the stock watch works. Okay. Um, but I feel like people don't really like Colton. So I feel like that his, like, uh, you know, the so fan, gonna have the fan rating, I think is like naturally suppressed. I think you can get it's like a cheaper. bias against him. 
Right. Again, right. This is what he has to deal with on social media. It's like an unpopular player where it's like a Nicole Franzel where uh, people right. uh, don't like, like her. Even if he's doing and, really well, yeah, like no one's like, going uh, to reward him she, for She's it. getting uh, the, the two this week. Yeah. Because we just don't like Because we don't like her. Yeah. 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 Right. So that's a good point, Rob. I think you do understand the stock watch. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I don't really understand the buying and the selling. I understand the ratings. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I I can't. I'm really bad with money, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you're good with gravy. I am good with yes. And you're great with coffee. I am on the gravy and alcohol. Train. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Wow. What a what a great what a great assessment of me. Okay, Jenny. Uh, should we take a look at any of our uh, ratings for this week? Do you think that the edge lords and edge ladies out there uh, decided to take a week off from leaving us any feedback? I hope not. I Let's mean, mm, yeah, I kind of think they did. Uh, oh, no. You think yes. they're on strike because I was gone? Yes. Okay. Please, uh, like, uh, can we can we get some, uh, you know, like, uh, your ratings are the gravy on this podcast. Yes. And like I've said, the you know, the reviews of this show they sustain like i i need them how many and, how many ratings do you need to feel better oh cuz i'm i'm not well right now i'm trying to regain mm-hmm. strength and i've told you that these reviews yes, are would, my life force yes so, would would 200 apple podcast <laughs> reviews make you feel better jenny what are we at right now 141 in the us store so we want to get us up to 200 mhm yeah i think that might that would really that would help you fully recover and I need to recover because in order the doctors to watch- the doctors are saying that Jenny maybe uh, needs to rest yeah. her voice. Yeah, exactly. Like they they said not today, tomorrow maybe. So they let <sighs> me come on today's podcast, but I might have you know injured myself through this podcast. I don't know if I'll make it to next week. The doctors say, however, get us to two hundred ratings and reviews. Mm-hmm. And I, I should. You'll be well tell the doctors to where they can stick it, right? Yes, exactly. Yes. Quads are going to just snap. They're so tight. Maybe tomorrow, but not today. Yeah, that's right. Maybe tomorrow, but not today. All right, um, Jenny. Can I also get you just to weigh in on one other thing from last week? Of course. This is a case of where you literally want to put the cartography before the horse. I squealed at this. Honestly, I probably injured my <laughs> my voice more from all of the laughs I had watching these two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, he's trying to do the cart before the horse. Yeah, we know we got that. Yeah, yeah, like you know, he's. He, he he thought he had it. The cartography. <laughs> yeah. He like he uh thought he had it. You don't do you have it. Wrote, yeah. <laughs> do you think he wrote this ahead of time or do you think no. that he's freestyling? He's free he's uh f- freewheeling. Freewheeling. Okay. Um I mean, I I was much more of a jazz. fan of yeah. the the in sync uh line this week. Sure. Listen, they all they can't all be hits, okay? Because then we wouldn't appreciate the hits as much. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Jenny, what's coming up for you? You're recovering. You're waiting to see how many uh, iTunes rating, Apple Podcasts we get uh, before yeah. you know how, how you're feeling. 
Yes, I need to. Robiswebsite.com slash BTE feed. Yes, please mm-hmm. hop over there. Feed me your life force uh, so that I can keep going so that I don't have to ring the bell ever again because uh, it was demoralizing. Um, I don't ever want to be that low again. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and aside from that, yeah, just trying to get better because um, celebrity exorcism, we promised it. Yeah. And I'm a We didn't forget lived, about it. We didn't forget we did about it. We did not forget. We did not we forget. We had it scheduled one night. Yeah. Blame honestly, I, I got really sick, guys, and, and everything mm-hmm. fell apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh but it's gonna it's gonna come and I, I also, you know, keep me posted on this uh worst cooks in America celebrity yeah. edition. That's so nineties. I wanna know if it's good. Should if it's we watch good, it? if we should check it out. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then Check out everything we have going on over on uh, Rob's podcast with everything going on. A great Survivor episode uh, this week. You think oh anybody listens to this okay. who doesn't listen to Survivor? I I actually had that thought <laughs> earlier when I made the Hey, Daniel if you Strong like us record. talking about jungle shows, you'll love us talking about Survivor. Yeah, this little known show called Survivor. It's not as hard as Beyond the Edge, apparently. Yes, But yes. you might enjoy it anyway. Yes. Uh, we had a great breakdown of everything that's going on with Christian Hubicki. I'm going to talk with uh, Tiffany Seely also this week. So uh, check check that all out over on robhasawebsite.com. And uh, anything else, Jenny? That's it. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be back, you know. So nice to have I, you back. You were locked week. in this week. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I'm not healthy yet, but I, I'm back, you know. You're back. All right. Thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, We will see you next time. Keep fighting the good fight. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Horton's new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.